What's poppin' everybody and welcome to episode 22 of the Good Kraken Show. I am one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the inevitable one, Devin Stanford. How are you, dude? Good. I'm doing really good. Uh, I just got my second dose of the vaccine. Yes, you did. Like, literally an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Autobots. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I am I am 5G microchip tested and ready. Let's go. I feel like I'm charging faster. Let's do it. <laughs> charging faster. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like now that you've got your uh, your 5G plug in, uh, what are your what are your plans as far as like uh, um, helping the AI take over the world? You know what I mean? You know what well, I mean? I've already uh, been in contact with um, Skynet. And uh, I'm evaluating the situation right now, so I'll get back to you later. Oh, perfect, um, perfect. Yeah, it all depends if you become one of us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually going to ask, are you going to give me sovereignty, or is that like uh, I have to earn my way into Skynet? I don't, I don't know how you guys do that over we'll there see. in the uh, to the T two hundred realm. Not to say that you're only a T two hundred, but <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. We're not even there yet. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Good point, my dude. <laughs> Devin, how's your week, man? What what else is new besides getting your uh your your new shots and stuff? Um watch some wonderful TV. Uh I'm over 30 hours plus into Mass Effect now. Ooh. And uh yeah. Man, yeah, it's going. Oh, I beat Resident Evil 5. I mean, Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil 8 Village. Yeah, sorry. I had Chris Redfield on my mind. It's okay. It's all right. Don't we all. You know what I mean? How was your experience with that? You enjoyed it, right? Um, Game of the year so far. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big agree. Like, straight up. Yeah. It it was fantastic. I I don't understand the complaints about it not being... Um, Resident Evil enough because it's the storyline is definitely Resident Evil oh, like 100 yeah. yeah, yeah, percent yeah. especially near the end, um, and uh, the action was good and the the jump scares were good in that game too and and sometimes they were extremely subtle, extremely subtle like when you yes. encounter new enemies like especially in the factory, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. getting chased by that one baddie at that point, you know, it's just big oh shit oh shit oh shit feeling you know that one baddie it's, it's just like it's just like yeah. jennifer lopez like walking down a hallway and you're <laughs> no it's it's megan fox from jennifer's baddie yeah, yeah, yeah. oh baddie jennifer's baddie that's that's the sequel. Yeah, it's jennifer's baddie <laughs> the upcoming sequel to jennifer's body i love it <laughs> well it's a good thing we're not talking about jennifer's body at least not to, for right now you know but uh today we're actually talking about Corey barlog owning the world e3 schedule drop our summer of gaming predictions and much much more because this is the good kraken podcast a show for nerdy marginalized people giving you the video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturday at 1 p.m if you're watching live you can submit questions and topics at tinyurl.com slash gk submissions to be a part of the show if you're having a good time so far you can watch us record the show live and ad free by following and subscribing right here at twitch.tv slash good kraken show 
Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can catch our episodes on your podcast service of choice at 8 a.m. the next day. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in the about section of our Twitch page and clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken and leaving a review there. Uh, Devin, dig into a couple little announcements here. Uh, Everybody, happy Pride Month. This is fucking awesome. We are having a good time so far. There is so much love and support going around in our spaces, in the people that we know, uh, relationships being built. It's been great mm-hmm. to see even so far in just the matter of the past five days and the days following up into June as well. It's super exciting. Um, yes, happy Pride Month, everybody. Uh, we Absolutely. are actively going to be uh, having some uh, some guests that are part of the LGBTQIA2 uh, plus community on uh, as guests for this show Throughout the month of June, it's going to be a great time. Today, uh, we were supposed to have our friend Genesee Gabrielle on to uh, to talk a little bit about her life and and her experiences and such. Unfortunately, Genesee's uh, partner um, had uh, her father pass away and their services this weekend. So we send our mm-hmm. love out to Genesee and Naomi, Genesee's partner, um, and give them all of our love and support in this unfortunate trying time for them. Uh, we love you guys. Hope you guys are doing good. Um, and, and we will have Genesee on the show later on this month. It's going to be a great time. So um, the VOD of our Knockout City Let's Play video that we did on Thursday night is up on our Twitch now uh, available for everyone to watch. If you haven't gotten a chance to see Knockout City yet, it is now a good time to do so because this game is super fucking fun. It is a great time playing this damn game. Uh, next Thursday, we'll probably be doing a stream of it one more time before we start moving on to some other games to play. Um, but next week, I think we're going to try to collect some of our homies and uh, and and buddies to come on and play uh, some custom matches with us like we did after our show last Thursday because that was way too fun. Way too oh, dude. fun. It was so fun. I cannot wait to uh, to get that going, honestly. Oh, dude, it, it was it was so damn good. Um, mm. And also, too, like we have a surprising amount of people that we know, like playing it. It's just a matter of like warning all of it. So it's going to be a yeah. real damn good time. Devin, hit me. I got a question. Yes. Real quick, though, on that knockout city on those custom games, can you do 4v4 like just regular style? We, no, not regular. So 4v4 okay. is completely committed to just doing the uh, the partners as, you know, okay. throwing your partners around. That's that's it. Okay, At perfect. least for now. I don't know what updates they plan on doing in the near future, Um, but as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned, yeah. The, um, the custom matches actually have uh, some things available to them that you don't usually get in the normal uh, matchmaking side. Uh, as far as like the diamond mm. uh, matches and stuff like that. And so there's there's a couple of things we'll be able to play around with a little bit, but it's going to be a good time. Devin, hit me with that Nolan. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
it's lit. We have three items on our news reports today. And uh, we have some really fun stuff here. Really fun stuff. So we're going to start out a little bit on some uh, some justice getting handed out uh, and just big dick swinging from the king Corey Barlog himself. So this is uh, Corey Barlog says he quote unquote made the calls on God of War Ragnarok delay and PS4 release. This comes from Austin Wood at Games Radar. And, uh, and it reads like this. God of War director Corey Barlog condemned the harassment that a Sony Santa Monica developer has received. This follows the news that God of War Ragnarok has been delayed to 2022 and will launch on PS4 as well as PS5, with Barlog stating that these decisions were made at the top level. Alana Pierce, who joined Sony Santa Monica as a writer last year, shared messages sent to her by a troll who somehow convinced themselves that the Ragnarok delay was one individual's fault. This type of harassment is by no means uncommon in the games industry, particularly for women, and Barlog didn't hesitate to bury it. Quote, you want to be mad at somebody for anything God of War related. The delay, PS4 5, uh, PS4 slash 5, trolls, subtitle size, sig run, whatevs, be angry with me. He said in a tweet, I made the calls. I did this. Don't bother the team. They are all very good people. Uh, doing great work. Every single human at the studio is there specifically because they are fucking exceptional at what they do. We are better because of them. Hell, I am lucky anyone is willing to lend their talent and intellect to my bullshit. For some reason, they do, and I love them for it. End quote. If anything, the most reasonable explanation for Ragnarok's delay would be the coronavirus pandemic, which, as PlayStation Studios head uh, Herman Holtz explained, severely impacted Ragnarok because it limited access to motion capture and other recording facilities on top of displacing the team. The same can be said of Horizon Forbidden West, West which has yet to confirm a 2021 release date, but is at least in the, quote, final stages, end quote, of development. The PS5 production and distribution bottlenecks caused by the pandemic may also have influenced Sony's plan to make Ragnarok a cross-gen release. Sony never confirmed that the sequel would be a PS5 exclusive, so it's very plausible that a PS4 version has always been planned. And indeed, recent reports around other cross-gen decisions support this. Then, even then, the PS5's constrained install base would have made the 110 plus million PS4s already out in the wild an even more appealing way to expand Ragnarok's potential audience. So, Devin, there's a couple things here to unpack. Uh, one, we can kind of loosely start with the God of War delay, since that sort of is the precursor of what happened with, uh, unfortunately, what happened with Alana Pierce and Corey here. Um, what are your thoughts on the God of War delay, generally speaking? Glad that it's happening because the first God of War had so much crunch on it and we heard all the stories. We saw the documentary. We saw how hard it was on everybody, including Corey himself. Um, so I, I'm, I knew it was going to happen. I, it, it's only been a couple, a few years since God of War came out originally. And uh, we had the pandemic, everything that was stated in there. I just kind of already expect almost every game to be delayed if it hasn't already been worked on for the last six years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's it's I want people to take the time on those games. I want to appreciate they are and I want to play a finished game. We don't need another cyberpunk. You know, <laughs> we don't need an 
more more money spent on marketing than the actual development of the game. You know what I'm saying? We don't need yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That- so I'm not surprised at all. I'm glad that they're taking the paces. I'm glad that Corey is sticking up for his team. You know, it's these are all very good things to see, you know, and of course it's going to be out on PS4. I mean, 110 million consoles. Like, why would you not take advantage of that when there's like, what, six million PS5, seven million yeah. out there right now? Yeah, it's it's not no. quite time to be doing the uh, the cutoff just yet. For exactly. It's not quite time. We're still working our way there. Um, Give it at least two to three years. At least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And and and. I'm in the same boat as you. I definitely agree. I'm glad that they're delaying it. Delays in, in games are always a good sign because it means they're trying to take the release very seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to something as amazing and awesome as God of War in this situation, fuck yeah, delay that. I want it to yeah. be as good as fucking possible when it comes out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so like, if that yeah. means you know waiting just a little bit longer in order to get the game, I am totally okay with that. Uh, because like you said, mm-hmm. we do not need another cyberpunk no fucking way am I experiencing no. that again. And I'm Especially not doing it with God, God of War. War. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. And you, yeah. you know, God of War was beautiful on a base PS4. It really, it was. Oh, it, yes. Yeah. yeah. There is no reason for them to not put this game out. They can use, as long as it's the same game and it, I don't even, it doesn't even need to look better than the original game. As long as all the content in it is the same as what's on PS5, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know? Yeah, big time agree, my friend. And yes, I also want to echo what you said. Good on Corey Barlock for standing up for Alana and standing up for his team. Uh, We have said Mm -hmm. it a number of times already, and we're going to say it again. Don't be a fucking asshole. We're not dealing with it. Just don't do it. There's no fucking Just don't space do it. in the in this yeah. damn industry anymore, in, in this space of gaming that we have here, for people to be acting like a bunch of fucking dorks all the damn time about yeah. stupid shit all the damn time. Yeah. They're not even cool enough to have nerd hair. They just have dorky hair. Yeah, now. They, they, they're not even fucking nerds anymore. They're just goddamn dorks. They're dorks. Yeah. The big stupid heads. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I don't. <laughs> 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 that, that's where we're yeah, at you know, like, i just want to make a callback to an inside joke chase i love you that's what yeah, was crossing yeah, my mind yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course of course of course um our next story here is talking a little bit about the uh the e3 schedule getting officially revealed we waited a minute for this to finally mm. drop uh especially us because we are doing a stream of the first couple of days of e3 Devin, go ahead and take us away on the story for me so this comes straight from the whole IGN staff, literally everybody. That's how it's presented to us as the people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, we got the E3 2021 schedule. So the full schedule for E3 2021 has been revealed with fan registration now open ahead of its start date on Saturday, June 12th. A press release from E3 has revealed that all of the major showcases in the E3 2021 broadcast will be hosted by Alex, quote, golden boy, end quote, Mendez, Jackie Jing, and Greg Miller. After a pre-show at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. UK on June 12th, we'll have the Ubisoft Forward Conference at 12 p.m. Pacific, as well as news from Gearbox Entertainment. On Sunday, June 13th, the pre-show starts at 8.45 a.m., Woof, that's early. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, that'll be ahead of Microsoft and Bethesda's joint showcase, 
which kicks off at 10 a.m. Pacific. Later in the day, there will also be a special presentation from Square Enix as well as the PC Gaming Show and the Future Game Show. Sunday, we'll also see new information from Warner Brothers games, including Back for Blood, as well as 24 Entertainment, creators of Naraka Blade Point. On Monday, June 14th, the pre-show will start at 8 a.m. Pacific before a series of indie developer press conferences. This will be followed by presentations from Take-Two, Mythical Games, Freedom Games, Razer, and Capcom across Monday, with Verizon and Intellivision also part of the schedule. Who is Intellivision? Do I you have no clue? I have yeah. no fucking clue. Who I've never heard is. of them until this. Yeah, me too. You know? Yeah. Anyways, uh, Tuesday, June fifteenth is the final day of the show, with uh, pre-show starting at eight a.m. Pacific. Um, Nintendo will lay its cards on the table during E3 2021 Nintendo Direct and Nintendo Treehouse live sessions, which will start at 9 a.m. Pacific. Following news from Bandai Namco and Eureka Games, the show will close with an official E3 2021 award show. As for what fans will be able to access alongside the aforementioned showcases, if they sign up for access to the E3 online portal, they'll also be able to visit select exhibitor booths with special events, VOD content, and articles to dig into. There will also be lounges for virtual gatherings, forums to discuss and share information with other attendees, and a leaderboard system that encourages interaction. The portal will also let attendees view the entire broadcast with complimentary interactive overlays. That sounds kind of cool. I, I need to look into that sign up myself. It is you know? it is pretty cool i haven't i haven't uh signed up into it just yet i know that we uh we kind of got a like link to use for good kraken but i don't think we're gonna need it for our stream specifically just more so for you yeah. and i to kind of individually look at things which is gonna be cool yeah um th this is sort of a uh a really weird schedule and it's kind of something that I've mm -hmm. always been like a little bit weirded out about when it comes to e3 and like how they've done things in the past is like why are we having one day that starts at 10 a.m. and another day that starts at 8.45 a.m.? You know, yeah. like, like things like that. Like, I feel like they would have such a better <laughs> reaction to this stuff if they would just do the same fucking time mm -hmm. at every day of E3 as a whole. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a cool schedule, though. There's a couple of interesting things that I'm seeing here as far as, like... Uh, 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 like Gearbox, like you and I were talking the other night, how we couldn't remember who else is doing the first day with uh with Ubisoft, mm -hmm. but uh, Gearbox is gonna be a fun presentation. I don't know what what which which one of these presentations has you hyped the most, Devin? Well, uh, c come on, it's it's Microsoft and Bethesda. Like there is so much we don't know yet mm -hmm. from both of those companies, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. you know, especially after the acquisition, there is a lot on the line. Everybody wants to know about Starfield. Everybody wants to know how far along Elder Scrolls 6 is. Everybody wants to know what's going to be exclusive, what's not going to be exclusive to the platform. Everything's going to be exclusive to the platform. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I'm really interested to see what Microsoft has going, you know, especially with Sony not being present during this E3, at least individually. Um, it's it's going to be exciting. They have... a over 23 studios now that they've acquired within the last couple of years. Like there's a lot of new stuff that they're probably ready to show off, you know, and, yeah. and we're probably not even going to see half of it. 
I mean, even if we only saw 10 games, that's still 10 brand new games that are probably going to be coming out within the year, you know? Yep. Yep. So I'm interested to see what comes from them, especially with all the technology advancements that they've been doing with X cloud. Um, You know, the hardware has been amazing. I mean, I've been playing a series X for the last six months myself and I'm really happy with it. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably say that Microsoft and, uh, Bethesda showcase is going to be the most hype. We're we're gonna obviously die like deep dive on a lot of this stuff later when we do our predictions and stuff. But uh, there's there's some cool stuff here. I I just I just mm-hmm. think that like there's there's a lot of stuff that's that could potentially be very lackluster that is not the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase. That's just mm-hmm. like has me a little bit worried. But it's E three. It's time to get fucking hype, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is like one of yeah. the best times of the year to be a fucking gamer because everyone just starts. Like E three technically started last week, like technically yeah. started like late yeah. last week. It's like all the game yeah, we announcements got. we've been getting. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, it's been yeah. Like, and there's been rumor after rumor leaking. Reddit has just been a freaking storm of rumors going everywhere i mean we were just briefly talking about a rumor we saw before this you know Mm -hmm. um that that just came up um so yeah i i think my runner up i'm really excited to see what square brings to the table because there's a lot of cool stuff circulating uh between everybody coming from square right now so i'm Mm -hmm. pretty excited to see what they got in the works because we really haven't gotten a lot from them over the last couple years you know besides a um, you know, we got Final Fantasy 7 remake. We got um uh, Avengers. Some in Avengers, which you know <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to keep it alive. I haven't even played that game to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're not missing yeah. much. You're not missing much. Yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. But not not only that, like they're done with Final Fantasy 14 now. They just released the last the very last expansion. Mm. So who knows if they're going to come out with another MMO or if they have more games that they're going to be re- releasing more frequently. I know that they have people from the FF 14 team working on FF seven, uh, 16. So I'm really interested to see what they got um, in their pocket. You know, there's going to be some hype shit, man. I'm super damn stoked on it. I'm also stoked about our next story here. Uh, this is John wick Four pass. Guess it. Donnie Yen alongside Keanu Reeves. This comes from Chris Agar from Screen Rant. John Wick 4 casts Donnie Yen to star alongside Keanu Reeves after being affected by the coronavirus pandemic. Coronavirus pandemic. I am just a mess. Ice. I know. And, uh, <laughs> and seeing its release date delayed to May 2022, the upcoming action sequel is getting back on track. John Wick 4 is scheduled to start filming this summer with the globe-trotting shoot taking place in locations such as New York, Paris, and Japan. Ahead of production starting director, um, Chad Stahelski is taking care of the various pre-production responsibilities. Uh, Each John Wick installment to date has expanded the franchise's universe by introducing new characters to the world. The fourth movie will be no different, as uh, Rina Sawayama recently joined the John Wick forecast in a mystery role. Now a big name in the action genre has signed on to the ensemble. Uh, according to Deadline, Donnie Yen has been cast in John Wick 4. He is set to play a quote-unquote old friend of John Wick. Other details about his role are being kept under wraps for now. 
Yen has made a name for himself as an extremely talented martial artist, demonstrating those skills in films such as the Ip Man movies and Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The John Wick films are renowned for their thrilling set pieces and practical stunts, so Yen reads as a perfect fit for the franchise. If he's uh, portraying one of John Wick's old friends, there's potential for Yen and Reeves, two action icons dedicated to their craft, team up for a couple of sequences which would be exciting to see. The John Wick franchise has only grown in stature since its humble beginnings as a sleeper hit in 2014, and Yen joining John Wick 4 is the latest sign of how big it's gotten. I am fucking hyped. Yeah. I love so, so much. I'm so fucking hyped. Yeah. The uh, Ip Man movies are fucking Ooh. great. Ooh. Oh, Wing man. Chun. Mm. Wang Chun, my mm. friend. The, just mm. the fucking. The stance. I'm saying. I'm saying. Right? The fastest hands it's, it's, in the East. It's. it's oh yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The way that he does martial arts that Donnie N moves. It, it looks like water. It looks like he's moving between water. And it is it is so beautiful, but so cool at the same time. <laughs> Every everything Donnie Yen touches as far as like the movies he's a part of and like and just mm. the properties that he's getting involved in is just insane. And it's crazy, too, to think that like Donnie Yen's been in the game for a fucking minute. Like Donnie yeah. Yen was like sort of a like a. Uh, a side character for for a, a lot of old school like martial arts movies from like the mid 90s mm-hmm. and it's like he was a part of Jackie Chan's like stunt team for a long time and like there's a lot mm-hmm. of history that he has and it's crazy to think that like his come up has kind of come so recently since he's been in the yeah. game for so damn long i'm excited to fucking see it dude he's yeah. going to kill it i've been watching those i those it man movies for a decade now yeah, yeah. easily a decade coming out for yeah. a fucking minute dude yeah, and they're they're great, so good, so um, damn good. I, I'm interested to see like what his role is going to be. Is he going to be helping John Wick, or is he fighting against John Wick? So uh, let's see what happens. I know they don't actually; say, they just say he's an old friend, right? So it's like that could yeah. go either direction. It's interesting though because it's like obviously. We we see where the last John Wick movie left off. No spoilers, but mm-hmm. really now the only next step is to go even more worldwide than they did in the last one. And so, you know, it's mm-hmm. interesting to see, like, maybe Donnie Yen is just kind of going to be a character in a couple parts. He could be the direct antagonist in this. You don't fucking know. Yeah. And if that's yeah. so, it's I, a hype. <laughs> I'm like so. Hyped. I mean. The movies do have a history of his friends being his enemies you know mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were all friends because they were colleagues they were all assassins yeah. you know yeah so oh it's, it's I, I just i, I know it's gonna hours. be good it's gonna be good I it's know. gonna be good it's fucking hype hours dude i'm so <laughs> damn stoked dude Devin. uh yeah. for our second segment our hands-on segment for today's episode we are shortening it up a little bit usually we would name off a couple different things that we've been watching or playing or anything like that throughout the week since our last episode uh because our uh e3 and summer games fest battle that we're about to have is probably going to last us a little bit because each of us have a few things that we're going to be picking talking about so and so forth uh We are going to each do one, maybe one and a half things that we want to mention that we've been watching and playing. Mm. Devin, hit us with your experiences this past week. What have you been consuming, my dude? 
So I actually just started watching this yesterday, but I'm three episodes in and I want to talk about Sweet Tooth. Oh, I watched the first episode last night. I haven't gotten further than that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It it is so emotional. It is so genuine. It is so heartfelt. The the kid who who plays Sweet Tooth is just adorable little i love gus, him little gus man do little shit. gus but god it's a good show it has so much lore behind it too and oh it gets bigger it, the lore gets bigger yeah and it, it does this thing where it seems so wholesome wholesome but surrounded by violence at the same time because it yes. really is in the kids perspective and um it'll make you cry yeah, I almost mean, even, every episode. I'm even, not even joking. Even just the first episode, watching it last night, like some stuff happens mm. with like Will Forte, who was playing as Gus's dad mm. and stuff in the very first episode. I was like, dude, this is a fucking wreck. Like, I am a wreck yeah. watching this damn show right now because it's just it just it starts and it takes off and just the way they do things, fucking extravagant. And the imagery too, the colors. Oh like, my god, it is so I know. Vibrant. Oh. And the cinematography is so good. The special effects are there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really excited to see where this show goes. But yeah. I, I just it's it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's derived from a DC property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I recommend it a lot. Produced, it, it, produced by RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, himself. Yeah. And yeah. And his wife, I believe. And his wife. Yeah. Yes, him and his yeah. wife are, are co-producing it. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, Susan. Susan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's uh it's it's great. It's beautiful. Um, it's really cool. It's very uh it gets very sci-fi too. Like like post apocalyptic sci fi. Okay. So that that's about as much as I'll get into it. Um and uh yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I think everybody should watch it. Yeah. Um yeah. For my for my point five part. Yep. I'm over thirty hours in Mass Effect. Woo! Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. It's good. I'm getting close to the end. I already had to make a very hard decision between crewmates. Mm-hmm. So uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm stoked to get there. I'm stoked to get there with you. Yeah. It's a good game. I'm excited to play through all of it. I didn't get to play all the DLC. I only kind of had some of it originally because back then I was a kid in high school, you know, couldn't afford everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice to experience all the DLC and everything. Um, And, uh, you know, that game was kind of on the pinnacle of like voice acting. It was one of those first games that I can remember where they started getting A-list actors Mm -hmm. to be characters in video games. And the dialogue is just so good in that game that it still holds up to uh, what we see today in, in games. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The voice acting in, the, in that game is impeccable. It's one of the first things I actually noticed was like how good mm-hmm. the voice like it does. Like, there's obviously some parts that are super campy and super corny to an extent, yeah. but that's just the writing like the voice acting itself mm-hmm. is wonderful in this game. And you can yeah. kind of tell like who is a big name actor and who is not in some cases because mm-hmm. it's like some of them you're like mm, but like then there's others that are like oh okay i kind of recognize who like who you are and where you're from yeah. and so mm-hmm. yeah he's like uh the guy who plays captain anderson is also kratos yes 
Yeah, well, yeah. new Kratos or old Kratos? Um, new Kratos, two different right? guys. Yeah, yeah. New new Kratos yeah, is yeah. Uh, yeah. is a uh, homeboy from uh, Stargate. Yeah, yeah. Who is also Captain Anderson in all three Mass Effect games? Lit. That is good to know. Yeah. I did not know that. That is yep. sick. I did not. I love him so much. I love him. Him and Captain Anderson and Kratos. I love all three of them. I love, mm-hmm. I love all three of those guys. It's oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm. But yeah, I'm, that's I'm, it for me. I'm still. I'm stoked to get there with Mass Effect for sure. Like I, I've just been so busy out of my fucking mind the past few days that I haven't really gotten a chance to like really touch it again since I got onto the Normandy and started traveling out. But uh, I'll get to it fairly soon. Probably after this weekend, I should be able to jump back on. Anyways, yeah, my my point five was actually going to be Sweet Tooth. Um, I watched the first episode last night around like midnight and mm-hmm. was just astonished with how good this show looked like i was like okay netflix originals have been killing it lately absolutely have mm. been slaying the game this show i went into it like you and i had saw the trailer prior and we were like oh this this does look good this looks really really interesting but i didn't realize it's gonna be this good like the way that they build up the character relationships between gus and like his dad will forte and mm-hmm. and getting us so committed into Gus Sweet Tooth as a character and just mm-hmm. the way they end the first episode. I was like, let's fucking go. And and there's anything I love more in this world is a nice, good end of an episode, end of a of a movie hype moment. And that was fucking it, dude. I was I was so yeah. stoked. This 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 show's going to absolutely slay. I really do think it's going to be the next like mm-hmm. big Netflix hit that people are going to watch and do not sleep on this damn show. I'm only an episode in and I'm in fucking love with it. Um, yep. The thing that I want to talk about today for my actual whole one is last night, me and my sister finally got around to watching promising young woman. Oh, I still need to watch that. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. It is a lot okay. of fun. It is also both. uh simultaneously both not what you think it is and also exactly what you think it is at the exact same time it is weird there's some weird transitionary stuff that happens throughout the movie that you're like i wasn't expecting that to be that way and then there's some stuff that's like i didn't expect that but that's fucking tight like there's a lot of really really cool stuff in there the cast amazing bo burnham plays as the boyfriend of, oh. of the main character um uh mm-hmm. the main character the the girl um uh cassie don't know the actress's name off the top of my head is phenomenal she kills it yeah. like she, this entire movie is full of really good actors but she is carrying this fucking movie the entire damn time it's insanity how good of an actress she is playing this part of the of this woman who is doing what she's doing and again i don't want to spoil it for anybody at home because this is a direct recommendation definitely watch this movie i enjoyed the shit out of this movie uh it is a woman's empowerment movie it also talks a lot about um about the unfortunate existence of rape culture um in college in 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 multitude of, of women's lives it talks about 
uh, grief and revenge. It talks about a lot of different things that are super important to talk about in movies like this. And they do it in a really, really, really fun and sweet, wholesome way. And also, like I said, simultaneously, in a lot of really fucked up ways, too. So there's some wild shit that's in this movie. And uh, I could not recommend any more than that. Um, it was solid. I um, definitely watch. It's like $5 on Amazon right now. You know, yeah, I, I'm probably going to watch it tonight because I unfortunately put off this movie for no reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just not realizing Alfred Molina's in this mm-hmm. as well. Yes, he is. Um, yes, he is. And, uh, yeah, uh, Carrie Mulligan is who plays Cassandra Cassie, by yes. the way. Yes, um, and she is a dime. She's an absolute smokehouse. Um, not yeah. my, I think really my only complaint is that like she comes off as like she looks like almost like like 35 to 40 she's in that range which she is in real life but she she they're trying to like cast her as someone who's like a little bit younger and it comes off weird sometimes uh but other times it doesn't like it's it's so hard to explain because there's like so many things that happen in this movie that are like legitimately really really good um i don't really have anything that i'm like really like complaining about in this movie there's a couple of things that i'm like eh, but they end up working out in the end so it's like i don't really mind too much you know what i mean so definitely recommend everyone at home listeners viewers watch promising young woman and definitely watch sweet tooth as a matter of fact if you're driving right now i want you to pull over your fucking car i want you to open netflix on your phone and i want you to start watching sweet tooth right now Stop driving. Go watch Sweet Tooth right now. Or at least right now. add it to your list. Add it to your list at the very least. So that uh, way you're constantly yeah. reminded to it. If you're driving, I want you to be safe. Don't cause any accidents. Yeah, we love you. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Listen to Devin. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I, I give bad advice when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, definitely watch Promising Young Woman. It uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. And come back and talk to me about it. Because there's a couple of things in it that are like definitely like discussion worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for oh, sure. So, I will watch it this weekend, and we will talk about it on Tuesday. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like the way that sounds. Yeah. Anyways, everybody, we are in to the nuts and bolts of this episode today. We are in to the nitty gritty, the funny fun, the epic battle that is about to commence because this is our headlining segment. Me and Devons. Good Kraken's first annual E3 slash Summer Game Fest prediction battle. And it is going the fuck down. So, because of such, we're going to explain our rules and the way that this is going to work here is that um, it, it pretty simple, pretty simple. Each, me and Devin each are going to have six general predictions that we have for this summer's gaming announcements, okay? And what that means is that starting from today... Going forward until opening night live, any predictions that we think things that we think are going to happen between now and then uh, are all included in the Summer Games Fest, you know, moniker. E3. Yes. Yeah. E3. All the good stuff. Um, Just think of it as the summer of games. Summer of games. Exactly. For each of our predictions, we are aiming for 20 points. For each one, if we get them correct, okay? We will do 10 points for, like, half corrects. 
totally yeah. fine. Um, and those will be debated and talked about. When we <laughs> come back to this after summer yep. is over. Cor- correct. Yes. For each of our predictions, we are going to be doing what we're calling hype modifiers for a bonus 10 points. So, for example, let's say Devin thinks that uh, that we're going to get a sick Godzilla game. Right. And he says Godzilla game is going to get announced at E3. And uh uh, uh, and that is his general guess. Hype modifier would be, and it is coming out in December. You know, something like that. Like any additional information we want to add on to our prediction that we think would be absolutely dope, we get a bonus 10 points for that. After we do our six predictions, our seventh prediction is actually going to be a counter prediction of something that we think the other person predicted incorrectly and we feel so vehemently opposed to that prediction we're willing to bet on it uh and if we get the counter prediction right as a uh as an offensive against our opponent here uh we will gain 30 points for that correct counter prediction and that is a one counter prediction at the very very end this is going to be a good time devin i want you to do us the humble start here what is your first prediction of 2021 Summer of Gaming? Hit us. Okay, so I've been paying attention to a lot of Xbox-focused rumors and media over the last few months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my first prediction is going to be kind of a doozy with the hype modifier. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. All right, I think they are going to come out with an Xbox xCloud slash Game Pass TV app slash dongle. It'll be announced at E3 and released by holiday 2022. Oh, shit. OK, Devin. OK, Devin. OK, Devin. Hold on, I got I got to note this down. Read that to me one more time for me. OK, so Xbox. All right, so X- X- Xbox will be coming to your smart TV via an app or TV dongle, and it will be released by holiday 2022. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shit. That is, that is hype. That is hype. I yeah. about that. Is that your hype modifier? The, the holiday 2022? Yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. And released. It'll be announced and released. So if they don't say that it's going to be released by that time, then the hype goes away. So, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, that that is yeah. how we are doing. Another detail I forgot to mention is that if Devin uh, has a prediction that I have on my list, I cannot use that prediction and vice versa. We are mm. not doubling up on predictions here, so they have to be separate. If he guesses something that I had on my list, I ha- I cannot use it. So that is a good one. That is a good one. I I feel the app. I feel like the app is going to be the way they take it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, since not every TV has Bluetooth connectability, there'll probably be a dongle that they release that you plug in via USB, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that will pair your Xbox uh, One or Series controller to the TV via Bluetooth, or maybe even just a PlayStation controller. You can use that because that's, I mean, they do that already on PC. You can use PS5 and PS4 controllers to play Xbox games and Game Pass games already. So Ooh, I am fucking hype. Dude, that that yeah. is a good one. That is a good one. All right. Well, my first summer of gaming thing here, and I'm kind of I told you this before, before we got started, my list is like 
real hype because my list is just a collection of hype shit that I want to happen at E3 and I'm just taking fucking shots out here. All right. That's what we're doing. So my first prediction is that we get a Final Fantasy 16 release date at E3. And my modifier is that it's going to come to Xbox, Game Pass, and PC day and date alongside a Final Fantasy VII remake release. I half agree with you on that one. I kind of have that. But I think Final Fantasy XVI is going to be exclusive to the PS5 for the first year, but will come out on PC day and date. That was mine. Oh, okay. Okay. I see you. Yeah. I see you. And I I do not think it will be on Game Pass. I have a good feeling usually about games that will be on Game Pass, but Mm -hmm. I do not think Final Fantasy 16 will be on it. I don't think they feel like they need to put Final Fantasy on Game Pass, you know, versus how they felt, how they felt that they needed to put Outriders on Game Pass. I don't think they're going to do it because people are going to buy that game anyways. You know. I, I I feel like there's a change in the wind. I feel like like this this stuff that happened with Final Fantasy VII Remake is is mm-hmm. has brought up a, enough of a vocal majority complaining about Final Fantasy VII Remake taking so long to get onto the Xbox side of things. And I feel mm-hmm. like that there's been stuff that they could potentially have been working on like under the limelight for a while here. Um. I, I think Final Fantasy 16 could be the start of a change as far as like Xbox getting Final Fantasy games day and date. Um, and I think that because of how Game Pass has been doing things for a little while now, what a better time to announce that you're going to start changing the structure a little bit and saying, hey, we now, if you have Game Pass, we are giving you even more reasons to get Game Pass, including games that you believed we're PlayStation exclusives, like limited PlayStation exclusives. We are now getting those now, too. I think there's a okay. really good chance it could happen. So um, I just went over to Screen Rant mm-hmm. and um, it is confirmed by PlayStation that Final Fantasy 16 will have timed exclusivity on PS5 console. Mm. OK, OK, OK. I, yep. mm, I don't um, know. I don't know. Yeah, that that this is this is coming straight from Screen Rant saying that Oni confirmed it, mm-hmm. and um, and they're saying it'll be timed to a PS5 exclusive that will launch later on PC. No mention of Xbox. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I still have my uh, my Final Fantasy 16 release date, and I still technically have my seven remake run as well. I think I think that's another detail that 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 I don't want to glaze over here because Final Fantasy yeah, VII remake I'm... I think will finally get um, mm. that that Game Pass treatment. I'm surprised you put that as as two. I mean, as one that could have easily been two. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take five points for that modifier. That's fine. I don't mind doing five. Points okay, for that. okay, that's okay. okay. Devin, okay. your turn, my man. All right. Um, so. The Switch Pro gets announced mm. and releases this spring oh. with Breath of the Wild 2. Woo! Hi. Devin, my exact Hi. exact thing. My only difference that I did is I said available this December. No, um, they released the original Switch back in March when that first came out. Yeah, and they yeah. released it with Breath of the Wild 
and was that's about what five years ago now when they did that like mm-hmm. 2016 yeah. right yeah 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 i bet you they re- released the switch pro and have a uh, breath of the wild 2 day and date with it that is my hype modifier for it so yeah. and that'll be yeah, in spring yeah, yeah. yep spring yep, 2022 yep. i love it so uh, okay um not this won't count as as details your modifier but when in spring do you think it'll be late march early april okay i can see that the the reason that i had december on mine uh was because mm-hmm. i think that they're going to have to try to find a way to compete against everything else that's coming out this december um but i i my double guess was that it was either going to be this or is, or it was going to be that we were going to get a metroid 4 announcement or something like that which is not one of my predictions but um there, there's a good well, they, they have to compete they have to compete some way or another that since you said it i'm just gonna put out my third one because you literally just said it we okay. get a metroid prime <laughs> we get a metroid prime 4 uh trailer okay okay cool cool oh. um do you have a modifier for that nope nope because so much is up in the air i just want to see a trailer at this point <laughs> you know okay Okay. All right. All right. All right. Cool. 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 That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Actually, modifier. Modifier. It okay. will be Switch Pro enhanced. Ooh. I love this shit. I love this shit. Mally yep. Gods in the <laughs> chat. What's happening, dude? Hope you're having what a good is day. Up? Hope you're having a good day. Um. So we have. All right. Your third. So I'll go ahead and do two real quick, and then we'll go back. Yeah. Yeah. Our third two on me. So. I got to think about which one I want to do here. First, I got to delete this uh, Switch Pro. Okay, let me think. Still early in the ball game here, so. Do I want to take some from you? Because there's a couple that I know you're going to have. Okay. I'll I'll do, I'll do, I'll go for, for, uh, for somewhat of a weird one here okay uh prediction bioshock 4 gets a full reveal bro that was one of mine (laughs) modifier announced for spring 2023 i think it's gonna be a minute before we get this game i don't think they'll announce the release date i think it'll just be in development oh okay Okay, okay. I see you. Yeah. I see you. I see you. Yeah, I honestly I think they're we're gonna get a not a I think we're going to get a like partial gameplay trailer. Like it's gonna go back and forth between being like like a regular like uh like reveal trailer and then also showing us little clips of gameplay. Uh, obviously not too much because it's still going to be a little bit away, but I can see a spring 2023 announcement for it. For sure. That's that's where I think because the last two Bioshock games were spring games. And I think that like yeah. depending on what this one looks like, it could it could be following that map as well too. Granted, it's not the same developers this time around, but you know, there's some good stuff that could be coming out of it. So um mm-hmm. Okay, so to double up real quick before we get back to our uh regular pattern here, okay. <sighs> Uh, do I want a big hype one? Because that one was not that hype. Okay, fuck it. I'll go for it. I'll go for it, okay? Xbox. 
announces their Sega acquisition officially. You are stealing mine. <laughs> let's go, son. Let's go, yeah. son. Modifier. Yeah. Tons of Sega properties are released that day on Game Pass. Yeah, I could see like like 10 to 12 games mm-hmm. or like collections that just come to Game Pass right away. Yep. You, so the thing that would be really interesting about that is Atlas is a yes. Sega developer. Mm-hmm. The game that they primarily make is um oh, oh my gosh. Why why is why is it on the top of my head? I'm tripping on my tongue. Help me out here, Ornell. You know exactly. Persona. <laughs> Persona. Persona, yes. They, Persona is like Sega's biggest franchise right now outside of Fantasy Star. Because Sonic games have been pretty irrelevant in, until the showcase that we just had. Yes, correct. And Persona is primarily like a PlayStation property. Mm-hmm. It is crossed over and they put characters in Super Smash Brothers. And I believe they've come out with a couple games, but I know the only confirmed game I know that they've come out with on PC is Persona 4 Golden. Yes. So Ro- Royal that would be, 5 have not hit PC yet. Yeah. So that would be very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, to see what that happens. I wonder if Persona would actually come to Xbox or if they would actually still keep their relationship with Sony moving mm. forward. Mm. That that's that's my only caveat behind um, Sega, but I will counter that with my next prediction. Okay. And okay. Microsoft acquires Konami. Oh, and that's okay. why Konami doesn't have a showcase anymore at E3 because originally they were announced as a partner and then they backed out and said they weren't oh, ready. Oh, that's a good observation, my dude. Do you have a modifier for this one? And they announced that the next Metal Gear Solid is being helmed by Kojima. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to be real. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> okay. It's not, but that's a dope-ass modifier. That is a dope-ass hype modifier. Uh, Maligas yeah. says, uh, I just want a Persona 6. Don't we all? You know what I mean? Um, I've never played a Persona game. <laughs> I've only played a little bit of a few of them. I haven't, like, dived in too much, but I've heard Persona 5 is out of this world. It's yeah. I, I'm probably going to end up playing it at some point or another for damn sure. Or, uh... Every Persona game comes to Game Pass, just like all the um, uh, Yakuza games did. Mm-hmm. 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 And now y- Yakuza partners with Microsoft. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Devin, yeah. uh, is your Microsoft acquiring Konami an official one of your, your six predictions yes. here? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because we are now on four. Yep. All right. I'm about to drop my fourth right now. So. Hard. All right, I've got some I've got some bangers on here, my dude. I've got some bangers. Same. Where do I want to take this? All right. After uh, we do these six, I want us to each have a hot take. <laughs> okay, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a little bit of a low hanging fruit here. All right. So okay. Nintendo announces uh-huh. final two characters. For Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 
Okay. Gonna get final two characters revealed. Modifier. Those characters are Master Chief and Crash Bandicoot. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh. I think they did I think... put Banjo Kazooie in already too, so they already have the Microsoft relation. Yeah. 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 Like I with with Halo Infinite inbound yeah. Yeah. and like right around the corner yeah. there's no way that they have not been working to do something with microsoft on that level you know what i mean yeah yeah no i i 100 i agree with that honestly i could totally see that happening there there's and then on the side of the crash bandicoot stuff people have been asking for crash bandicoot in smash for so long I'm shocked they hadn't done it already. And what a better way as a last hoorah to give everyone what they've been wanting than to just give us Crash Bandicoot as the very last character to, to Super Smash yeah. Bros. Ultimate. Like, imagine. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, think about all the items that he could add to that. You know, the mm -hmm. TNT boxes mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. apples and everything, you know. Yep. Um, yep. You know, it'd be cool if they if they did a uh, three. Um, they put Spyro in there too. That would Spyro be would be really good. That would be dope. But yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I could totally see that happening. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good to me, dude. Devin, go ahead. What is your fifth prediction for summertime gaming? So this is kind of low-hanging fruit. Okay. But Battlefield 6 will get its release date on June 9th. Mm -hmm. And it will come the game pass day one on oh. pc and console Ooh. and also x cloud okay 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 i see you oh my god dude <laughs> that's so hype i'm like so stoked about right. games right now dude <laughs> Yeah, straight up Malagaz, straight up. It's there's no way it's not going to happen. I think at this point, especially with that EA partnership um, that they got uh, with EA Play being added with Game Pass, and the fact that the last two installments of Battlefield, granted they were successful, but they were nowhere near as successful as Battlefield Three or Four. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm one of those people. I liked Battlefield One and Battlefield Five, but I did not like them the way I liked Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4. Right, so, right, um, right, right. And a lot of people are in that same boat, and I think the way for them to get that interest back into Battlefield and take people away from Call of Duty again is by coming to Game Pass and being available to everybody. Mm. Yeah, yeah, big time agree. And Battlefield is a really good way to do that, too. Uh, I, think, mm -hmm. I think that would be really, really solid for them to go into. So yeah. um I can see it. I can definitely fucking see it. That, and that... EA's been killing it, man, with Apex, Knockout City, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, Jedi Fallen Order, like the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I they're they're I mean, I like them more than Activision now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. So my question here that I have for you, Devin, really quick before we go any further, mm -hmm. is I feel like you feel like your list is still pretty full. Yeah, you yeah. want to bump it up and do I, ten each? Let's, let's, let's <laughs> fucking bump it up, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's fucking bump it yeah. up. Yeah, let's let's do eight. Let's do eight. I don't okay. want to reach for ten. Yeah, yeah. I feel like by the time we get to the ten, it's gonna be pretty empty. Let's reach for eight, and then the ninth will be our counter predictions. Okay, yeah. so we are now on one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so my fifth 
fucking I'm going for it. Bethesda shows Starfield gameplay and confirms exclusivity. Modifier fall 2022 announcement. I had that verbatim. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Me and Devin on verbatim. the same wavelength here, dog. Verbatim. Yeah, there, there's obviously this is this is very low hanging because this is like as obvious as you can possibly fucking get when it comes mm. to the Bethesda Xbox showcase. Um, but it's like we we need Starfield now. We need gameplay now. We need some kind of announcement for dates now. Like they have been riding this wave for so damn long. And most of all, we need this official confirmation that it's going to be exclusive because there's no fucking way it's not going to be. First off. It's- <laughs> They've already Phil Spencer said it himself. Yeah. Xbox like, like Xbox platforms, you know, X Cloud, um, PC and Xbox consoles themselves are going to be home to Bethesda titles. Yeah. And that includes all the studios that they acquired with the Zenimax Bethesda acquisition. Yes. Yeah, so They've already confirmed that. It was only a question, really, because it was like they they were still talking about like games that had been they had been working on prior to the acquisition could arguably still mm-hmm. be on both consoles. There's no way Starfield's going to be a part of that. No fucking nope. way. Nope. They spent all that nope. money. Starfield is going to be Bethesda's next bank. Seven point two billion dollars. dollars. Holy fucking shit. Like no way. No damn yeah. way. They're, they're giving that up to PlayStation. Not not a fucking chance. Devin, your number six prediction, my friend. Go ahead. We will see a trailer for a new Souls-like Final Fantasy game Mm -hmm. that is being developed by Team Ninja. Set in the old era of Ivalice. Right, right. There there was talk about this game. There were rumors. They haven't confirmed it yet. It will be uh, in the Final Fantasy Tactics universe. You said it was my uh, hot. You think Ninja Theory? Is that what you said? No, uh, Team Ninja. Ninja Theory is. Yeah. Ninja Theory is owned by Microsoft. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. I didn't know if Mm -hmm. you're going for it. And Modifier again. One more time. Um, It'll be in the same universe as Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, as Tactics specifically. Oh yep. shit! Okay, because you, I mean, you remember tactics. You remember yeah. like yeah. if you think about that story, what if mm. it's a tactics remake, but Souls like style? Oh, now we're talking. Ooh. Now we're fucking. Think about that boy. story, Excalibur, oh, the Archangel, bro. <laughs> that's I, that's got Souls like all over it. Think about that for a second i i could see it maybe even being like a prequel to it you know what i mean yeah like because there's a whole backstory with the main characters of final fantasy tactics that yeah that they could do it could be like a direct you you played the did you play the lion war edition that they put on psp and phones i did not i played the original on playstation Mm one many many years ago um and then i replayed it on my uh playstation four a couple years ago yeah did it was it the lion war edition that was on I ps4 remember. i think so i think did so, it have probably, but did it have the animated like cutscenes? yes then it was okay probably, yeah it right? is the, yeah okay yeah okay, yeah cool. yeah no um yeah i just that world and all the lore and that it's just 
and how medieval driven. I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy 16 is loosely based in that same world too. I'm pretty sure that any of the Final Fantasy games that are around the quote unquote crystal universe are all yeah, sort like of the medieval. The same, yeah, the medieval. Yeah, just stuff, so. timelines, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just different timelines because I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy 15 is related to that universe as well because yes. it's got and I know I know 12 is for sure is too they're just all different timelines and like parallel like realities essentially yes yes correct and that and that's mm-hmm. ugh, hype hype a souls like final yeah. fantasy game are you fucking kidding me i was by team ninja they did I mio know, i know <laughs> so, dude is and oh ninja God. gaiden imagine that <sighs> so fun. that's gonna be kingdom heart hearts and final fantasy 15 on fucking steroids man Ooh, i know dog i know it's gonna be good all right so no. my number six cyberpunk 2077 2.0 gets announced uh they're gonna finally announce that that uh that rehash that they've been quote unquote working on uh my modifier i think it's dated to release in october i want that to happen so bad so fucking it's really it's really hard to say with cd project red what is going to happen i just saw an article today that 60 percent of their development staff is still working on cyberpunk which is insane. Like, if that doesn't show that that game should not come out yet, like, probably not even this year. It probably should have been delayed till next year, if Maybe, we're going to be quite honest. Arguably 2023, um, like spring 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Absurd. Yeah. Like, Absurd. Like, or holiday 2022. Like, I bought that game at release, played it for four hours, and turned it off because I said I was just going to wait till they did the next gen update in last December. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't happen in December. Yep. It got pushed back to February and then it didn't happen in February and it got pushed back indefinitely. So <laughs> <laughs> just your fucking I want fuck, to, right? I want to play that game, but I don't want to play that game till it is as complete as it can be. Like, I need that game to at least be a Bethesda, like, RPG launch day, you know? Yeah. Where the, yeah. Where the bugs are just charming and build character in the game instead of just destroy <laughs> your game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's fair. I mean, like, the game was good on PC for a lot of people, and I'm, like, disappointed that I didn't have a PC at the time when it came out. So it's like, yeah, I could have experienced it that way, but instead I've experienced it on a PS4 Pro, and, uh... That was quite the experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I have a Series X. Yeah. Like, I want to play that game in 4K, like, yeah. at the best that it'll run. You know, I want that thing to be on par as a 4K PC, you know? And that's why I bought it on Xbox. I wanted to play it 4K big screen TV. Mm-hmm. And nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Sure didn't. Sure didn't. Yep. You got, Here, you got he, that. That Xbox they One just handed me, Yeah, they just handed me a variety pack of Play-Doh, and they said, don't <laughs> fall through the map. <laughs> and you did, and you did. <laughs> we all yeah. fucking did. We all fell through that map a couple of times. Yeah, and and they said, don't look at strangers' pants. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, don't don't look at anybody who's too far away. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. Is- <laughs> mm-hmm. Devin, yeah. what is your number seven prediction? 
All right. This one's kind of a big one because Sony isn't directly involved with E3 this year, but mm-hmm. we have Summer Game Fest going on as well. Discord becomes available and is compatible on Sony platforms and comes to Xbox 6 to 12 months after release. And comes to Xbox? 6 to 12 months after release. Sony does not own Discord. They just got a partnership. And if Microsoft doesn't hop on that and throw money at that, then they're dumb and there's no way they're not doing that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> Devin is talking some. I'm like so hype here into a bunch of your fucking guesses here, Doc. Because this is, this is, oh my God, man. <laughs> so, what, what do you. So, you mentioned that PlayStation only has a partnership with them. They, they figured, they, yep. they bought out this partnership with Discord. What, what does that look like? When you say it comes to PlayStation platforms, what does that look like? There is just going to be another voice compatibility option where you can communicate with people who are also using PC or their phones for Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in-game voice chat where how like how, you know, a PSN lobby is or an Xbox Live lobby is, you know, how you just it's completely compatible and blends your game audio and everything just all through a singular headset. So that way people won't be putting, you know, splitters and mixers hooked up to their headphones and plugging in their phone or plugging into their computer too so that way they can all run it through one system i know i have to do that right now with xbox what i do when we're streaming is i plug my xbox into my computer and use discord through there and have my game audio run through my computer um so they're just gonna you know make it easier an ease of access thing where you can just you know go to your dashboard and set it all up yeah, um yeah and that. once that gets announced there's no way microsoft doesn't throw money at them to go hey we want this too you know yeah. and here's the thing microsoft has more money than sony <laughs> they do microsoft is fucking rolling in it dude it's it's not yeah that, that's why they've been able to make the acquisitions that they've made that's why they've been able to do everything they've been doing you know so de- think, definitely think about this right now Game Pass has over 25 million subscribers right now. Mm-hmm. Game Pass on average is 10 to $15 a month. Just do $10 a month times that by 25 million. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like that's $250 million a month. They're making 3 billion a year just off of that. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is too, is that like Microsoft <laughs> has, has gone out of their way to express that. Like, they are going to take losses because of Game Pass, because of their focus that is on mm-hmm. Game Pass. But they have also exclusively yeah. said, don't worry about it. We have a lot of money. We are fine. We want you to get yeah. Game Pass. And it's and it's rad that they're doing that. Uh, Mally in the chat says, I wonder why Discord didn't go with Microsoft's offer. What do you think? I can about tell that? you exactly why. It's because Microsoft was going to make it exclusive to its platform only. And then they offered it to Sony. And then Sony couldn't afford it. And then they said, okay, we want to be on everything instead. That's why Discord didn't take Microsoft's offer because they want to be everywhere, just like how Microsoft wants Game Pass to be everywhere. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that being the case. Like, I, like, I think mm-hmm. that, like, because Discord's big enough to be calling the shots 
when it comes to, mm-hmm. to this stuff they're going to be able to say like no like we had a vision for discord and we want that vision mm-hmm. to come true you know like that like yeah. Discord's the biggest party chat platform for gamers right now period end of story there's no way we're discord- using it right now yeah, we're using it right now. There's no way Discord <laughs> is going to allow themselves to get sold to be a console exclusive. There's no fucking way they're going to allow that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's like it's cool, like the idea of like of you know Microsoft getting exclusivity with Discord is a cool idea. But I just I couldn't imagine Discord wanting that. And why would they do that when they can just take money from everyone instead of just one mm-hmm. person? You know what I mean? <laughs> like like kind yeah. of fold up their paper in front of that. So. Okay, so my, uh, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, my seventh prediction here, and I'm, we each got one more after this, Mm -hmm. and we do our counter predictions. Devin, Game Pass, it's announced to be on Nintendo Switch. Ooh, that was mm. one of mine. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, and my modifier is that it will come in spring of next year. Can I add a modifier to, to that for Game Pass? Yeah, sure. I mean, like, do you want it on the books? Do you want, like, the extra? Under? <laughs> yeah, five, five points. Five points. Sure, 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 sure. Game Pass comes to Switch via xCloud and is only available through streaming, not through downloaded. Uh-huh software and it's catered to nintendo specifically okay Okay. i can see that i can see that i'm riding my wave though dog that that nintendo switch game pass partnership is gonna be fucking lit i'm so stoked dog it's gonna be good have you have you um have you seen that they've been kind of testing the waters with cloud stream games on the switch like i tested control Mm-hmm. on switch and just streamed it through the internet straight to the switch yeah. and i was yeah. playing control handheld yeah. just via the internet they also did the same with hitman 3 as mm-hmm. well yep yep they so. did uh yeah there, i mean there's they could do both they could do both yep. if they wanted to there's yep. a there's a lot of really good stuff they could do with that i uh, i mean my biggest thing here is that like Microsoft and Nintendo have been playing real good with each other for a while now. They have real good they with have. each other for a while now. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I can see them just deciding to partner up against the vehement that is that is PlayStation wanting to deny us cross play for like so many games mm-hmm. <laughs> because PlayStation yep. fucking hates yeah. everybody. And <laughs> Nintendo wants cross play. Yeah, I, I mean, back back when uh, was it Sony tried to say we don't want cross play because um, it uh, it hinders. Uh, family values and and you know and family protection and then yeah, nintendo yeah. was straight up like fuck you we want crossplay. we're we're the most family oriented gaming console out there and we want it you know oh my god dude. It's, <laughs> it's so hype it's so hype it's so- devin what is your number eight this is the uh, this is seven right or this eight four five seven this is eight this is eight this is eight okay this one is probably not going to happen, but we have had rumors circulating that Sony is redesigning the PS5 already. Mm-hmm. And I think a PS5 Slim is going to be teased this summer. I fucking knew you were going to go there. <laughs> 
I fucking knew you were gonna do it, dude. I'm putting your... the energy out there. Yeah, yes. And Speaking I'm of the universe, letting it maybe. come to fruition. We don't need a briefcase console mm-hmm. that you can't even get. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey <laughs> we need something. Speaking of reality, fits. Maybe, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> like speaking of reality, they're what? all they're what already having a shortage on chips. What's what's my modifier? And the Slim releases holiday 2022. Okay. 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 Holiday 2022. I still don't buy it. I still don't buy that we're, we're getting That's that announced this year. That's I, fine. I think, I think we're not going to get this until E3 next year. Um, That's fine. I'll say know. it again for my predictions next year. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, my I'm dude. Gonna, I'm gonna keep saying it till it happens. I'm gonna keep saying it <laughs> till it happens. I fucking love it. I love it so much. All right, Devin. My very last prediction here. And I have to decide which one I want to do because I have three left over that I can pick from. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if I want to just go into the hype route or if I want to try to like win. <laughs> All right, this is this is what I'm going to tell you. Pick one that is going to that is the most hot takey of hot takes and then pick the hype one to be your last one, because this this is E3, man. This is summer games. This is game summer game fest. It's supposed to be hype. You got to be hype. Okay. (laughs) all right. All right. Let me set this up. Okay. Screen goes black. And we hear a little boy's voice. Okay, let me sell you on this. We hear a we hear a voice. We hear a voice. And it says Dad. And it says Boy. <laughs> and then God of War Ragnarok trailer. Full on, just absolute bonkers shit. They're destroying shit. We see Thor. We see Odin. It's lit. We get that fucking trailer we've been fucking aching to have. And then the modifier here is March 2022 is my modifier. Uh, That is the date we're going to get. They are like, look, we wanted this to be December game. We wanted this to be holiday. We have to push it back to make sure it's good. We are not going to push it back too far too far because we need to follow up with horizon zero or horizon forbidden west coming this holiday i think is what they're they're going to be doing now that my horizon thing is not an official prediction but yeah i'm gonna counter that oh is that gonna be your counter pick yep that's gonna be my counter pick okay i think i think horizon comes out in february march and god of war comes out holiday 2022 Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, let's see. Do you guys think Sunny will have a state of play at some point in summer? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They have yep. to. They have to. Yeah. There, yep. There's, there's yep. no way they were going to let E3 and, yep. and Summer Games Fest and stuff happen without doing an official yep. state of play. I do think that state of play is probably where we're going to get this God of War Ragnarok trailer. And- I'm going to be honest, though, that state of play probably isn't going to happen till July. Correct. I think that's when it's that's when it's going to happen. But yeah, that's that's my counter. I think Horizon is actually going to be um, 2022 
uh, spring, and I think uh, God of War is going to be yeah. So because, big, because Horizon has holiday. to shift, that God of yeah. War Ragnarok's gonna have to shift. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I'm I'm just I'm riding that fucking hype train, my dude. No, I'm, no, I'm right there with train. you. Would I rather it come out then? Absolutely. Yeah, if for, it's ready, right? right but <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked, dude. I'm stoked. Okay. Yeah. What is first off? What is your hot take? One that you said you have. Are you ready? Yep. My hot take: We do not see Elden Ring at all at E3. You fucking monster! You, you, yep. you, you fucking animal! <laughs> yep, that's Hold my on, hot I'm, take. I'm noting this one. I'm noting this one. <laughs> <laughs> no Elden Ring because a guy can't even finish a goddamn fucking book series what makes you think that game's gonna come out anytime soon (laughs) hot take from Devin: no elden ring because i'm an asshole (laughs) no it's because fucking martin can't even finish a fucking book series actually because george r R. martin's writing a fucking game yeah i know i know (laughs) i fucking know dude i mean like it's that's that's almost why like why why i didn't mention it because elden ring getting a full reveal was one of my one of my things that I had on my list but I was like I don't know if I can commit to that I don't know if I can commit to that because it's like the more we think about it the more like we know nothing about Elden Ring nothing virtually nothing (laughs) yeah exactly I mean that was one of my predictions too is that you know we'd see a trailer with a release date for next year that was originally what I was thinking right um but I was thinking about it in the car and when I was telling you it's like I had a couple more to add to this list yeah you know that I thought about um and yeah dude i don't think we're gonna see elden ring i really don't agreed and i think there's gonna be a lot of fanboy dorks that are gonna be (laughs) pissed off about it yeah 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 that's so that's yeah all right so uh, my my hot take my hot take one uh halo infinite gets a gameplay reveal and is delayed again I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. But <laughs> oh. I think my modifier for that one was going to be uh, to alleve- alleviate that. Uh, the Halo multiplayer comes out for free this October. So, yeah, I, I don't think the game's getting delayed. I think it's releasing day and date. But, oh, man, I, I don't know why I didn't see this. It's not like I can resend anything. But if I did resend anything, it would be the PS5. I think... Halo is coming out this this holiday season, no matter what. It's coming out in November, which is the 20th anniversary of Halo. Mm-hmm. And I think the beta is going to launch this summer and announced at E3. Yeah, so that, that's, that's all exactly why I didn't name that as one of my predictions. Because I was like, yeah. the, the Halo anniversary is this year. Like, there's, there's a lot of stuff kind of yeah. just like... Microsoft is writing on Halo Infinite being did you see this? perfect. Yeah, did you see those screenshots of the multiplayer? It actually looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, so slack it Halo. to me. Slack it to me. Um, uh, I gotta um I gotta get those mm-hmm, real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean with with that with that said, like I I like, you know, I thought about it for a little while and I was kind of like, you know, there is a chance that you know we could totally have halo get delayed again but it's like they like i feel like like xbox microsoft is writing on so much 
for this to to be perfect to be successful that they're not going to take that chance you know what i mean like they, yeah. they have to they fucking have to yeah let me see i want you to look at that link there's only a few in there but there's screenshots from the multiplayer and it looks fucking good oh, jesus dude. christ hold on hold on i i want to i want to put this uh put this on the stream here one second um Oh my god, this is bonkers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this this looks real good. This looks like shockingly good. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so And it it all has the 343 watermark on them too. And the Halo Infinite watermark. I know. Oh my god. Okay, so Ah uh, shit, I didn't didn't have any of that prepared. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, this looks this looks insane. This looks really pretty. Everyone at uh, our viewers mm-hmm. and listeners at home definitely go go check this out. It's uh it's on the direct. You can just do the direct.com um and just like search for Halo infinite screenshots. Uh or yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Drop the link yep. there. Yeah, it this looks Oh my god, they're gonna do this custom is... Spartans. Oh, yep, yep. This god, is this Jesus is why Christ. I think this is not getting delayed at all because this is the update. That they've given us. Yeah. Just, and I know they're screenshots and they're probably captured on PC, of course, but this is a PC as ass game in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This looks fucking gorgeous. It's going to be like, so look good, at, dude. like that. That last still like showing the ring in the distance with that sunset, like going behind the ring <sighs> and then like seeing the way that the light reflects off of the ground with the water and the rocks. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. I'm so I need it in and around my mouth. I swear to God, it's going to be so damn good. Devin, your counter pick that you had here was for my God of War Ragnarok reveal. Yep, saying that it's going to be holiday 2022. Are you committing to that counter? Yes, I am. Okay, sick. My counter for you. (sighs) Hmm. The one that speaks most ridiculous to me is the PS5 one. I ha- I have to count out a PS5. I understand that. Yeah. That yeah, that was I, my bait and switch to. for you. That yeah. was my bait and switch yeah. for you. Cuz like a part of me <laughs> a part of me like feels like it would either be this one it would be the acquisition of Microsoft getting Konami. Yeah. Like it would be one of those, but I feel like the PS5 Slim is definitely the most bonkers one. Um between the two, because there's a chance Microsoft's been acquiring fucking everybody in within arm's yep. reach. They just been buying you. I'm buying you. And, I'm buying you. <laughs> like they just yeah. been doing it. <laughs> and just to like reiterate, like a reason why I think Sony is going to be quick to doing a PS5 Slim is I think it might actually be a little bit more similar to the Series S, but still able to do 4K because the, mm-hmm. dude, they're getting beat out like. There's a $300 next-gen console on the market, and I've had hands-on with it, and it is very good. It is actually surprisingly good. Um, especially for 300 bucks, you know? Yeah. And that thing is tiny. It's, it's literally like a hand and a half long. <laughs> it's not that big. So Yeah, yeah I know. I, yeah. I, I, I'm so hyped on everything Microsoft is doing. It's going to be so good, dude. I'm so damn stoked on it. Mm-hmm. Devin? 
Uh, did you have any that you didn't use at all? Uh, just that um, the beta will be, um, you know, announced to release at E3 for Halo Infinite. Um, my uh, my hot prediction is that it might be released during E3. Uh, I'm saying I, I thought about that, too, and I was like, that's yeah, that might be too hype. That might be too hype. To be I, I don't think so, because they've released games like that before. Mm hmm. And betas before I think it will happen because they said the multiplayer beta was going to be available long before the game came out. Yeah. So if they came out with a multiplayer beta during E3, that gives it a good five, four to five months before the game comes out. Right. right. And I, th I think the beta will be available. I actually multiplayer might just be released in beta because they said multiplayer was going to be free. For Halo, no matter mm -hmm. what, regardless mm -hmm. of Game Pass or not. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say. It might be an everlasting thing. It might be in beta till release. Like Fortnite. <laughs> yep. But it's Fortnite's technically in still in beta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, permanently in fucking beta, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that that was... I didn't really have any leftover besides that, that Halo Infinite one. Oh. And I was like... You know, I, I don't know if I can be confident in that one, but I, with go ahead. I, I do have one. We're going to get an official release date for xCloud on iOS. Oh, because yeah, that's sure. only been for sure. Uh, it's been gated. You know, it's selected beta so far. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll get an official release date for that. Okay. That's that's just a given, though. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's definitely like mm. everyone's kind of like there's no way we're not going to get that at least yeah. like announced for like, you know, next summer, something like that. Like they've been working on it for a minute mm. and just need a little bit more time. Like it's, it's I think it'll I think um, the official release of xCloud on iOS is going to come with the release of Halo Infinite. Yeah, that's a good one, my friend. That's yeah, a good one. that's a good prediction. Yeah. We have a ton of good predictions today. I'm really hype on that Nintendo Switch mm -hmm. Pro, uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, yeah, or the again. Xbox Smart TV app with dongle oh, for God, pairing. It's going to be so good on my 4K <laughs> TV. It's going to be so good on my 4K TV. Right? I'm so stoked. I am so stoked. This summer is going to be great. It's going to be fucking awesome. This is going to be exciting. E3 is upon us, y'all. Again, as a reminder... Uh, we are doing a uh, uh, streams of the first days, two days of E3. We will be doing that uh, Saturday, the uh, the twelfth, and Sunday, the thirteenth. We will be covering the entire show uh, for all of you. Come in, hang out. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, we're gonna be discussing it as the show goes. You probably won't do like post content or whatever. We'll just add commentary as we go along. It'll be a fucking good time. Um, with that said. This has been the Good Kraken Podcast, a show for nerdy, marginalized people giving you the video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and 1, 1 p.m. on Saturdays right here on twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can support us by subscribing below by going to our YouTube channel 
channel by clicking the link in the about section of our Twitch channel and clicking that bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. And until next time, my friends, it is E3 time. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Let's hype. Go. Hype, hype, Big hype, 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 fucking hype, hype, hype. PS5 slim. PS5 slim. PS5 slim. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We love you. <laughs>